Welcome to Best for Disney. We're Jen and Katie, colleagues that have years of experience both traveling to Disney destinations as well as planning trips for our clients. We invite you to listen in as we take time in each podcast to identify the best of the best. Each conversation will focus on a new and exciting aspect of Disney vacations, and we're not afraid to mention things to avoid as well. We're here focused on helping you find the best value for your money, make the most of your time, and create the best memories for you and your family while at Disney. We're excited to bring a little magic into your day, so let's jump right in. Welcome back, Best for Disney fans. Katie and I are back. We regained the microphones from our boys. Hopefully you listened to last week's episode. My son, Blake, and Katie's son, Will, took over. I thought it was adorable. I loved listening to it. Katie, (laughs) did you enjoy listening back to the boys after we were all done? They were so much fun. I think they really enjoyed it. And what we learned, everything is awesome. Everything is so cool. And everything is their favorite. And you know what I learned? Okay, so we just kind of gave the boys some questions, and then we really stayed out of it. If you listen to it, you may think that Katie and I kind of gave them some info. But what I learned, Katie, is when they act like they don't hear us when we're saying pick up your laundry or go do this or that, they hear us. Because I heard you coming out of Will's mouth, and I definitely heard me coming out of Blake's mouth. And the stuff they said, I didn't know Blake knew the Magical Express was ending in 2021. Like, they, I think they might take our jobs. I think they're ready to go after it. Yeah, Will is definitely my son. I think at one point he corrected something Blake said, and he was like, yes. that's not open right now. <laughs> like, and then Blake was like, but actually it is in a different way. And I was like, holy cow, you two. This is so cute. It's so adorable. I don't think I learned too many new things from my mother perspective of his love of Disney, um, but I definitely learned he knows a lot more of the ins and outs than I thought he did. You know, he takes more in than I thought. And they were willing to just jump in and do it. I mean, they didn't really get much warning. We just said, hey, you guys want to do this? And and they both were like eager and ready to go. So they were. And cool I, kids, I think them. there may be future ones coming up because some other siblings were a little bit envious that they got it. So stay tuned, fans, you know, in the next few weeks or months, I'm sure we'll have more from our other children as well. Um, I did love that the boys really talked about resorts. They got into different resorts and that kind of feeds us into what we're talking about today. I'm excited for this because I get a lot of questions about moderate resorts. And today we're going to take Caribbean Beach Resort and Coronado Springs Resort, two of the most common moderate resorts booked right now, and go head to head. Are you ready for that, Jen? I am ready. And speaking as a mom with three kids from a family of five, Unless I want to do two rooms at a value resort, I'm, the best way for me to search for something economical is a moderate. So I love kind of diving into these and making sure people know the differences between the two and figuring out which one fits them the best. So I'm going to let you get started, Katie. Which one you want to talk about first? Well, I think that, you know, it's a good point that the moderates, some of the moderates do sleep, you know, larger families. So I think it's obvious, the obvious place to start is to talk about Caribbean beach and the way that the rooms are laid out there. So um, Jen, tell me for your family, what would you do in a room at Caribbean beach? How would you set up your family there? Yeah. So I actually was able to stay at Caribbean beach. Um, You know, some of you heard the podcast when we took our son, Blake, we ended up in a fifth sleeper room just because that was what there was available. Um, So I really got to even though my family wasn't with us this time, I knew how it would work. And the nice setup in those rooms is there's two queen beds and then there's a pull down bed that's kind of under the TV. 
which is great because during the day we fold that up in the wall, almost like a Murphy bed style. So it's not taking up space, but even when it's down, you still have space to navigate around the room. Um, and I do like that the feeling of the rooms is pretty darn spacious. You've got the space in there. The, the tricky part is deciding, you know, which room type you want. You know, you've got standard view, you've got preferred room, you've got, um, you've got water view, you've got all these different things you can look at. And then if you're a family like me, you have to do the one that has the fifth sleeper. So it kind of narrows you down a little bit. We got lucky because we did a fifth sleeper standard view. <laughs> There's so many room types, guys. This is why people are helpful to talk through things. Um, and we asked even though it was a standard view in our check-in, I requested near transportation, which we'll talk about it later, but was great because it put us right by the Skyliner. So, you know, things to think about when you're thinking of rooms, there's so many different locations these rooms can be in because the moderate resorts are spread out. And if you don't know what that means, then, you know, talk with an agent, talk with your friends, get online, talk with an agent. <laughs> you know, you've got <laughs> lots of resources out there to help you because some people do spend their time knowing exactly what room type and what building and where things are. Katie, have you guys done a fifth sleeper room or have you typically steered towards other rooms or have you ever done one of the fun pirate themed rooms at Caribbean beach? Yeah. So I only have two kids, so there's only the four of us. And most recently we've stayed in a room that did not have the fifth sleeper. It was just the regular two queen beds. Um, but a few years ago, we did do a pirate view room. My youngest drew was obsessed with pirates. And so when we went for his fifth birthday, we got a pirate room and it was awesome. Um, but one note on those pirate rooms, there's a couple of things. If you're into the pirate theme, it's a great choice. However, like you mentioned, Caribbean Beach is a large resort it's centered around a lake. So those pirate rooms are really far away from everything else in the resort. There is internal yeah. transportation, like a bus that goes around the resort. So you can hop on and get to the other side. Um, but it was far from everything. The other thing is that those pirate beds have custom made bed frames because they look like pirate ships, which is awesome, but they're higher off of the ground than normal beds. So, um, to know if you have little guys that roll around a lot, you may want to request some bed rails or, you know, just be aware of that because it, it would be a, a further fall. Um, when Disney redid all of the rooms at Caribbean beach, they did not touch those pirate beds because of the custom frames and the custom mattresses. So, um, you know, you really got to yeah. love the, the theme, I think, to, uh, to make <laughs> to the, invest the jump in over there. Yeah. yeah. So, you mentioned that the rooms are a little larger. Um, you know, one thing I don't love about the Caribbean beach rooms is the bathroom. You do have the double sink, you know, mm -hmm. vanity area. And then that little tiny room with the toilet and the tub where you have to kind of dance around the door to get the door closed. Um, yeah. not my favorite thing, but that's kind of, you know, the hallmark of a moderate, I guess. I was going to say that's kind of across all moderates. So just know going <laughs> right. in, that's what you've got. But if you like to spread out in the bathroom and have like a large amount of space and privacy, you know, that may not be the best choice. There is that curtain that you can pull to block off the sink area if you want more room to change clothes or something like that and have some privacy, but it is a curtain. Um, the other thing I think that's worth mentioning about Caribbean Beach, and this is true for some of the rooms at Coronado Springs too, is that they have exterior walkways. So you're going to enter the room from outside. When you're choosing water view or, um, 
you know, the garden view or whatever option that you're choosing at any resort, that's important to think about because you're not really looking right out at the pool. You're looking across the walkway. Um, for us, we keep the blinds closed because people are walking by. So view is less important to us at a moderate than location, like you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say, you know, the room I stayed in was after the remodel and ours, it was no longer a curtain for the bathroom. It's a barn door, which was nice. It was a big, heavy, sturdy barn door that we slid across. So it wasn't just the curtain like it used to be, which was really nice. And as much as I don't love the tiny toilet and tub area, the one nice thing is for ours, you know, it was the double sinks. And then there was a space on the side where like the ironing board and things were. And honestly, you could fit a pack and play over there. So, I know from experience that a pack and play fits there. Yeah. Yes. So if and you're I somebody think- that's got little ones, you want to put them over there and kind of slide the barn doors kind of most of the way shut. It's almost now you have to bother the kid when you go to the bathroom. Don't forget, you're still going in there to go to the bathroom, but you kind of have a spot where you can tuck a little one away, which is nice. And I, I, I failed to mention, I think that the curtain is in the pirate rooms because it's the Jolly Roger, but I think oh. you're absolutely, you're right that it's a door for this, the regular rooms and the fifth sleepers. But if you're doing a pirate, I think that the Jolly Roger flag is still there and adds to kind of the theming of the room. Well, I but mean, you can't get rid of the Jolly Roger flag. That's kind of unique. <laughs> right. <laughs> I so will say too. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to move on. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to say that the tricky thing about moderates is, like I said, we were in a standard view room. We were in the far back of the resort. Like I said, I requested near transportation. I was hoping that that would in fact put me near the Skyliner, but there are also standard view rooms on the other side of the lake. And I could have been near a bus stop and been a 10 to 15 minute walk still from the Skyliner. You know, when we were there, everything was still fresh from reopening. So if we wanted to fill up our resort mug, because listen, if you've listened to this podcast, you know me and my Diet Cokes, I need to go get this in the morning. <laughs> if we wanted to fill them up, we had to walk from our room all the way up to the main area, which meant going around the lake and around the pool and up to the main section. And that was a 10 to 15 minute walk. Now in non reopening pandemic times, there are drink stations in the different portions of the resort, but because of how they're trying to keep everything safe and smart and clean and, you know, they're serving the drinks, those were all shut down. So I could have been a five minute walk to it. And I don't know if those will reopen or not. That may be something we see disappear because it's hard to keep that sanitary when everyone's filling their own cups. Um, but just you kind of at a moderate in my opinion, you have to assume unless you do a preferred room, you're going to be a far walk from something. And by far, I mean, 15 to 20 minutes of walking within the resort. Sometimes it's just going to happen. If you accept it and go ahead, knowing it, you're at Disney, you're going to walk a lot, but just know that that's going to happen. And right now with some of the moderates closed, that's absolutely true. And which is why we wanted to focus on Caribbean beach and Coronado Springs, because they're really the two moderate options right now, but they do have some of the same pros and some of the same cons. So let's um, run over to Coronado Springs Resort. So a couple of things about this one. Um, It also centers around a lake, but um, it's lots of little sort of buildings like Caribbean Beach. This Mm -hmm. resort was intended to be a deluxe. um, So the rooms are actually a little bit bigger than the Caribbean Beach rooms. um, But Disney realized at the time it was being built that they needed another moderate. And again, for most of the rooms, your hallways. It's got kind of a modern Mexico feel to it. No specially themed rooms. And all of the rooms here, with a couple exceptions, either sleep four in two queens or they sleep um, two in a, in a king bedded room. 
Jen and I, a couple of uh, months ago, had the opportunity to go and stay in the new tower at Coronado Springs. And I know right now I am absolutely recommending that if someone wants to stay at Coronado Springs, that they choose a tower room. How about yeah, you, Jen? I am too. Oh my gosh, I am. And I'm, I'm also telling people if you want to do more of a moderate price, but more of a deluxe feel, then go with the tower at Coronado because it just, it has that feel similar. And the problem is the location. Obviously it's not a deluxe in location. You know, the beach club, you can walk to Epcot or Hollywood studios and contemporary, you're right by Magic Kingdom. Coronado's not like that. You're further and you're on buses to everywhere. However, the resort itself, you're inside, you're riding the elevators up to your room. It's this beautiful, grand, gorgeous new tower. You know, if it's storming outside, you could go on the elevator downstairs and get something to eat or drink. You could stay within the indoors area and go actually have a sit down meal. There's just different things that make it feel more deluxe, even though it's more at the moderate price. Now, granted the room in the tower is going to cost a little more than the room out in the main section of the resort, but that's what you're paying for is all those wonderful benefits too. Um, and I thought the rooms were gorgeous. They were spacious. They were well thought out. I really liked the layout. They felt luxurious. Yeah, it definitely felt like a deluxe room and it got rid of my moderate bathroom problem where I could, you know, th they were nice large bathrooms with the walk-in yeah. showers and, um, you know, plenty of space, just like a deluxe. It really did feel like it. There is an upcharge for these rooms in the tower, but I think it's hundred percent worth it. And we do see them discount. So it really is a good choice. Plus the bus stop is right outside of the tower, the first bus stop. So yeah. even though it's bus only transportation, I think it works pretty well. Um, and you're covered you mentioned, the whole time you're walking to the bus. You're under an awning the whole time. So let's say it's raining in the morning when you're walking out there. I'm trying to picture it still. But even when you went down the stairs, I think you stayed under an awning, which is kind of nice. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you mentioned the Skyliner. Why don't you, you know, share your experience on the Skyliner at Caribbean Beach? Yeah. So that is one big perk to Caribbean beach over Coronado is the fact that the Skyliner is an option over there. It's a hub. So you are going to see people coming in from pop century and you're going to swing through and you'll see the Riviera resort and there's different spots where you make stops, but it's not, like I said, our room was conveniently located right by the Skyliner. I mean, we were across the road from a bus stop and the Skyliner. And the nice thing is there's a little coffee shop right by it at Caribbean beach. So, you know, some mornings, instead of going all the way up to the front, we would just grab a cinnamon roll while we waited in line for the Skyliner and then hop on the first Skyliner of the day. I am afraid of heights, like paralyzingly petrified, afraid of heights. I hate it. Like we go to the children's museum here in Indianapolis and it's this big, when you walk up the ramp, you can look down. And when my kids would just look down, I would feel like I was going to throw up because my kids were looking over it. I'm, I can't do it. Um, so I was very nervous about the Skyliner and we were doing a lot of Hollywood studios time. So I knew we would be using it. You guys, I love the Skyliner. It's really fantastic. Um, right now it's your own group going on it. As time goes on, they may start putting, you know, two groups together, but there's plenty of room strollers. I believe if you have a double stroller, you may have to fold it up, but I know a single stroller, you can just push it right on. I don't know the total rules because guess what? I don't have strollers anymore. <laughs> um, but you know, <laughs> it's nice if you have someone that's needing a wheelchair, it's super easy and it's just constantly going. It's fast moving. They're loading it. They're just, it, you don't feel pressured and fast when you're getting on it, but you sit down, they're not air conditioned, but you guys, I was there when it was super hot and there's a really nice breeze in them. Um, we've ridden it in the rain. We've ridden it in the daytime. We've ridden it in the hot. We've ridden it at nighttime. 
you kind of get a fun overview of seeing things too. You know, you kind of, when you come into Epcot, you're looking down. I got to see a lot of the work that was happening on the new Ratatouille ride. Cause you come in over that. So for me, not having to get on a bus every day was really nice. Cause I feel like at a moderate, that's what annoys me personally the most is buses. Cause I love like walking to a resort from the beach club or hopping on the monorail. Um, so having that option over there at Caribbean beach is nice. Now, if you stay, let's say you stay in a preferred room at Caribbean beach, the preferred room typically keeps you closer to the pool, to the dining, to the front of the resort. And the Skyliner is more in the back. So like I said, you're going to have a little bit of a walk over to the Skyliner. It's just one of those things you have to prioritize, you know, which is better for your family, in my opinion. What's and we can always put in a request on a specific building and discuss yeah. exactly, you know, kind of what your options are. Requests are requests. They're not guaranteed, but, you know, it's something to consider, especially with these huge resorts. Where do you want to be and what amenities are important to you? Do you want to yeah. be close to the pool or the soda refills or the Skyliner or the buses? Um, I think that the benches in the Skyliner flip up so that if you do have a double stroller or a scooter or something like that, you are able to roll right on. So um, that's huge because I know a huge complaint is having to collapse strollers on the bus. And as a mom who has taken two children alone on a bus while my husband was at a conference, it, you know, I had a toddler and a baby and it was a lot. Thankfully, a there lot. were nice people that were willing to help me, you know, manage getting the stroller onto the bus and fold it up and whatnot. But yeah, um, you know, it is something to consider. What about the food? I know that food's important to a lot of people. Um, what's your take on the food at these two resorts? So the nice thing about the moderate resorts compared to like the value, the value resorts, you're only going to have quick service, but when you go to the moderate resorts, you're going to have quick service and you're going to have a couple options, hopefully for sit down. I will say at Caribbean beach, and I, the name of that area is totally blanking me and maybe it doesn't even have a name, but when you're walking out of the main section and you're heading kind of towards the back, there's a bar area there and they've got like little wooden swings and they've just got a really fun atmosphere. I'm about the atmosphere at the resort, because if I'm being honest, typically I'm not eating at the resort. I'm eating in the parks, but if you've got a fun atmosphere, I'm going to eat there. So, um, you know, I enjoyed walking past that to get to my room. I thought, now see, when I was there, a lot of the stuff was closed down. So it's been a while since I've eaten at the Caribbean beach options, but I know they've done a lot of upgrading with those as well in the remodel. Um, and they're doing their best to bring you more than just chicken fingers, you know, value resorts, you're going to have chicken fingers and pizza, which is great. Cause trust me, when my kids were younger, that's what we wanted. And if I'm telling the truth, Brian loves chicken fingers at Disney world, <laughs> but it's nice to have some other options where you can actually sit down and get a meal, make a reservation and have that nice, you know, you've got a bar area, you've got different locations that you can visit. What are your thoughts on food? Yeah. So, um, I was not super, super impressed with the, um, food at the, the center town market, which is the grab and go quick service at Caribbean beach. To be honest, I thought that it was all kind of very basic, but like you said, did it meet the need? Were my kids happy? Yeah. Um, so, you know, would it be okay? And to be honest, we don't eat at the resort a ton. We did only on the night that we came in, we got in a little late, we had dinner. Um, but there are other options. Um, Sebastian's is the new sit down restaurant and I've not eaten there myself, but I've heard from clients that they've loved it. Um, yeah. The little area that you're thinking of is actually called the banana cabana. 
See, I and, knew it had a cute name. Dang it. Yes. So it's it's famous for its Caribbean smuggler, Guava Rita and Bourbon Breeze. It says um, online. But there is a lounge menu that comes there, you know, that you can have there. But I love that you can sit on the little swings like you mentioned. And yeah. the lounge menu includes like wings and queso and loaded fries. You can get a cheeseburger, um, mac and cheese. You know, so kind of the same stuff you get indoors, um, but you can also get like the Sebastian salad with jerk chicken. That's going to be a step up from what you get at the food court area, um, you know, and which I mean, is still there. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So it's an option. But if you want to sit down and kind of be in one of those, especially now in those indoor outdoor dining options, that cabana, banana cabana could be a good. <laughs> Say that five um, times fast, Katie. <laughs> I'll pass. I'll pass. <laughs> What so, about over at Coronado though? Cause I think the food at Coronado was pretty good. I, I think it would beat Caribbean beach. In my opinion, the atmosphere, the options, you've got the sports bar there, Rick sports bar and grill. Um, we spent a lot of evenings up in the lounge up on the top of the grand Destino tower. And we sat out there and had some drinks and played cards and that was really fun. So I just, I feel like when you're looking at dining for my own family, Coronado beats Caribbean beach kind of easily. Do you kind of feel different or the same? Yeah, I feel the same way. You know, I'm not one, we're not bar people typically, but my kids are getting older. And so I think even if we had our kids with us, we would still go up to that bar area that we, um, was it Dahlia? Is that what it was called? Dahlia. Yeah. The Dahlia Um, lounge. And I mean, the drinks were good. They were reasonably priced. The bar was gorgeous. And the coolest thing for us, I guess, was that we could see Blizzard Beach. We could see Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. You know, I think if fireworks were happening, it would be a great place to see fireworks from different parts. Absolutely. Um, and I really, I really enjoyed spending time up there. They've added the new three bridges bar, which I did not head over to check that out, but I know that that is really convenient for all of the, you know, outer buildings like the casitas and the cabanas. Yeah. That's the one kind of out over the water area, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's brand new. And then, you know, Rick sports bar, like you mentioned, um, you know, and they also just opened the Toledo, um, with the tapas and that before the shutdown, I know that was huge. A lot of people really loved it. Um, I think Donna, one of our, our coworkers just raved and said that it was one of her new favorite restaurants. And I think that people will go over to Coronado just to eat there. Um, but they do have several, you know, quick options. And in normal times, there's also room service available at that particular resort, which again, raises the bar a little and takes it, Mm -hmm. you know, just beyond a moderate where you can get pizza delivery, but that's about it. So I think Coronado is, you know, wins in the food department too, as far as variety and also um, quality of food, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. On the, now on the flip side, a little bit going back to Caribbean beach, because of the Skyliner, you do have the ability, which is usually hard to get from resort to resort. I mean, it just takes a little more time and it takes a bit out of your day. But because of the Skyliner, if you wanted to, you could hop on the Skyliner and head over to Pop Century if you really wanted some good old chicken fingers. Not going to lie. We did that at one point during our trip. We hey, went over to Pop Century. Cheesecake is no joke. Okay. Yes. Yes. Or you could also hop on the Skyliner and go over to Disney's Riviera Resort. And it's much nicer dining and finer options there too. So, you know, it's not at your resort though. And it's still time consuming to get to the Skyliner and do that, but it's also another option, which is nice. Um, but let's touch on something that is one reason I will stay back at the resort for a day, which 
is hard for me to do because we've talked about this. I'm morning to close, love the parks. Let's go, go, go. But there is something that can keep me at the resort and that is a good pool. So what are your thoughts? Cause I definitely have a pool that beats the other one out in my opinion, but I think this is also <laughs> a personal opinion. So what are your thoughts on the pools? Which one's your favorite? I am not a huge pool person. My kids are, but I actually, we haven't been to the pool at Coronado in, in years. Um, but this last trip, we did go to the pool at Caribbean beach and I love it. I love the pirate theme. I love the zero entry. You know, my kids wanted to do the slide over and over and over. So I was just in the water by myself. My husband had a, a meeting for work and, um, you know, they were doing fun pool games on the side of the pool, like Disney trivia and, yeah. you know, little like color pictures that represent characters. And it wasn't weird that I was by myself and like kind of playing along from in the water, you know, um, nice big pool area. And, and the slide was just the right size for them, not too big for them to go on their own. Um, but they weren't, you know, like thinking it was a baby slide either. So yeah. that was really great. I know the Coronado pool area is kind of what it's famous for. And there's a sand volleyball pit over there and a playground over there. Um, nice big pool and it has slides too, but you know, I don't have a whole lot of personal experience with that recently. What's your thought? So we did also did the Caribbean beach pool when we were there with Blake, it was busy. I mean, it, there were a lot of people enjoying the pool area. I do like that the moderates or that Caribbean beach, you know, had little pools somewhere else. So we went to the big main area in the Caribbean beach pool and it was busy and we didn't necessarily want to stay in the crowd. So we went over to the smaller pool and it was wonderful because there was a cast member doing trivia, like you said, at one of the quiet pools, which oh, I don't I feel like I see. Well, I don't know if that might've been like a reopening, encouraging people to spread out, but it was fantastic. And we sat there and, you know, I, like you, I sat across the pool, but suddenly would chime in with the answer when they couldn't get it. And, you know, then she's like, you got to come over here. So it was fun to be a part of that. But I do, I think the Caribbean beach, the pool at Caribbean beach, from my kid's point of view has a lot to do. There's a whole lot of stuff going on that you can kind of move around and do. I think the pool at Coronado is kind of much more of a beautiful focal point. There's still great slides. There's a lot of visual to look at, but there's a little bit more, um, activity sometimes I would say at Caribbean beach. So it kind of comes down to your opinion. I think the look of Coronado to me is really breathtaking and I like that, but the activity over at Caribbean beach is more what my kids would pick. So in a sense, I guess I would say Caribbean beach would win out for me, even though Coronado is known for that pool area. I think that having the zero entry is definitely something to consider, especially if you have little guys, um, because then they're not trying to jump into a pool or climb down a ladder or something, you know, they can yeah. play as shallow or as deep as they want to. So I think that's something to consider. Um, but, but yeah, so overall, all things considered the rooms, the transportation, the food, the pool, what's got your vote? Yikes. That's a tough question. And I have to give you an answer. Oh, okay. I guess well, we need to also consider the price. And generally Caribbean beach comes in a little lower than Coronado Springs, especially when we're looking at those tower rooms, Caribbean beach yeah. is going to be a little cheaper and it's also going to sleep five. So I know that for you, that's a better option if you have your kids with you, but I'm going to pretend that it's just, you know, you have a family that fits <laughs> in a room that sleeps two or four and ask you again. So what's, what's your call? Well, here's the thing. If my husband came to me today and said, let's go to Disney for spring break. I'm not paying for the deluxe. Let's do a moderate. Where are we staying? I would say in the tower at Grandestino. I mean, that would, 
without question. That's where I would say we would stay, but I would be happy if we wound up at Caribbean beach. And I learned that on this last trip with Blake. Cause it was kind of, we, it's not necessarily my first pick always. And I'm glad that we ended up there with Blake because I'm like, Oh, I actually really do like this resort again. And I like the Skyliner and I like those options, but if you're putting them both in front of me, I'm going to pick the tower at Grandestino at Coronado over Caribbean beach any day. What about you, Katie? Where are you going to end up? You know, I told you we stayed at Caribbean beach this last trip with the kids. And to be honest, I was really disappointed in my room. So I originally, when Disney started switching to hard floors, I thought that's going to be terrible. You're going to see all the dust and all of the dust bunny and it's not going to feel clean. And I have been converted. The yacht club did it actually. Yeah. Um, Me too. Same place converted me. (laughs) the hard floors are the way to go. They definitely do feel cleaner. And now I'm kind of like the carpet just bugs me a little bit. So, um, you know, I was really disappointed with our room at Caribbean beach, but I know that they're renovating those rooms and I think they're going to hard floors. So I I had a renovated room and it had a hard floor. Okay. So that probably would have made a huge difference for me. Um, you know, we had, you know, it, it just kind of, when I walked in, it was a little bit of a letdown well, yeah. because of that. And, um, so, you know, for me, I agree with you, the tower at Coronado, you know, we also are willing to Uber if we need to sometimes and, yeah, we've um, done that. you know, to get where we want to go and not worry too much about it. So I'm going to be a Coronado vote, but I think that Caribbean beach is a good option for families with younger kids and also for families of five, especially mm-hmm. as they're renovating those rooms. I think it's a solid, a solid choice. I do too. And I think you just have to take some time, really look at it. It's not just a resort you're picking, you're picking the room type and the location and the just different things about it. So there is a lot more going into it than you realize, but I, like I, I tell a lot of my friends and clients it's Disney. So all of the resorts are going to be nice. They're going to be clean. You're going to have that Disney feel, but do a little bit of research, take a little bit of time to figure out which one fits you best. And just because your best friend said, Oh my gosh, I hated Caribbean beach. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean you will. They might've had different reasons. And that was kind of, you know, the point of today's discussion to talk about what the resorts look like that's different so that you can figure out what's best for you guys. So, right. And all the rooms, even at the same resort are not created equal. So taking the time to request Mm -hmm. a location or know a little bit about what you're getting um, really could make a difference in, you know, your entire stay. So I don't know about you, but, you know, right now in Indianapolis, it's like, 15 degrees and it's snow and mush and gross. And I can talk about Disney food and I get, you know, jealous, but you talk about the resorts. I'm like, I'm ready to pack my bag. I'm ready to go. So I'm going to go and try and convince my husband that we need to go somewhere soon. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Till next time, guys. 